Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast welcomes you to Oklahoma this week. We kick off the week, we'll head to Tulsa and meet a band called The Bad Jokes. The jingle that hits like a single. That's the slogan for Jingle Lingo, an advertising vehicle that's designed to create a unique and personal jingle to promote and position your businesses and make them stand out above the crowd. Now think of all the musical jingles you may have heard through the year. Who wrote that? Who wrote that jingle? Who came up with that? Jingle Lingo can and will put your business into a higher vision and focus on all your advertising needs. Jingle Lingo. Custom-made, custom-designed with you and for you through the talents of accomplished singer and songwriter Courtney Davis-Jackson. Check them out today and get to work on your personalized musical jingle from Jingle Lingo. www.jinglelingo. The jingle that hits like a single. And the band is called The Bad Jokes. I'm a father, so of course I've got tons of bad jokes because you know that's what dad jokes are all about. But that would be the dad jokes, and you guys are the bad jokes. So, and that, that, see, that was my bad joke. Wasn't that horrible? <laughs> so, our, our guest is uh, Davis Simpson, along with everybody else, and everybody else chime in. Let's start with Jake. Jake Deloach. Uh, I'm 26 years old. Um, I love music, and uh, I love performing with the band. I love taking walks on the beach, and <laughs> I also like to party. And you're a guitar player, right, Jake? Of sorts, yeah. Of sorts, okay. Uh, Hayden, you're a bass player? Hayden? Hi. Yeah, I play bass. Uh, slap it. Thank uh, you. I'm tired, and uh, <laughs> but I'm here, and I, I do love the bass guitar. Yeah, and Destiny's the new member. Destiny, you're on drums? Yeah, uh, my name is Destiny O'Donnelly. I drum since last July. And I like to party. And I like to party, yes. Okay. I, I <laughs> and Davis, you're the, the front man, lead singer, vocalist, harp player, and guitar player, correct? Uh, they, they cut me off guitar, but we'll get back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and all your music is all original. You don't, you don't do covers, is that correct? Well, we haven't yet. We kind of did a, somewhat of a version of What's that ventilator, ventilator blues, blues yeah. by the by the Stones? Right, it, it always went down pretty well. There's been some little wings, but it's 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 a different. I don't know. Now all of their music is original, mm -hmm. and Jake and them write most of it. Yeah. Where does it usually begin? Does somebody come in with an idea? You guys just sit around and decide, like at, at rehearsal, say let's let's do something, and somebody says, "Hey, I got a new idea for something." Is that how it um, usually happens? We all really write just like riffs. Every like someone, yeah, someone will write a riff or someone will write some lyrics or, and then we'll just yeah. uh, the, the beauty there. One of the beauties of our band is that we come from a bunch of different musical backgrounds. Uh, but uh, uh, one of the downsides of that is, yeah, it's pretty hard to come up with a cover set list because no one can agree on anything. <laughs> but it creates a, a really original uh musical milieu usually i think we all best write at home uh and then yeah if someone has something and you never know what kind of evolution it's going to take once you 
you throw other people into the mix, but it's it's usually always for the better. And it, this was because I can't see anybody. Uh, means I'm looking at a wall right now, and this is audio only. And that's or is this Jake or Hayden? This is Jake. Okay, Jake, what's your background? My background is like um, pretty much acoustic blues, like Americana stuff. Uh, this is my first like serious uh, rock band, as it were. Okay. Uh, and so, um, uh, like, I play. I'm a fingerstyle player, and uh, and so you know you have to really be uh, precise about a lot of different shit uh, in the in a rock context. Right. As opposed to, you know, when you're by yourself uh, with a guitar, acoustic guitar. But yeah, it's incredibly exciting. I, I, I feel I like quote, I quote Miles Davis a lot. And he always says, you can always play the wrong note. It's the note that's after that that matters. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. it's, 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 it's not playing the wrong note. It's where you end up or where you land. Yeah, yeah, with, you? yeah with doing solos, like uh, with a bass player to where I'm not having to hold down like any sort of a rhythm or bass line uh, as I would if I was by myself. That like have that sort of freedom. It's there's just a lot of experimentation, yeah, and a lot of messing up along the way, and a lot of getting some things right. But yeah, how about you, Hayden? Hayden, what's your background? I like, <laughs> I like, I like hardcore punk rock, metal, yeah. and funk. <laughs> my uh, my like biggest inspirations are like Les Claypool, uh, Victor Wooten. Uh, Larry Graham and whatnot. Uh, Victor Wooten has a quote similar to that Miles Davis quote you said, but he says there are no wrong notes at all. And yeah, oh. no, he just um, he expands on that a bit more. And I I do a lot of that. The <laughs> the like half note scales and whatnot, where it's just every note pretty much. Yeah. Um, there's there's still a place for it though. I mean, there's there's a time when something oh, sounds oh, dissonant, and if it sounds dissonant and supposed to, you know. I guess that's that's cool. Oh yeah, I know that. But like, yeah, no, we. Uh, but I do love dissonance, and we do try to work with a lot of dissonance. See, that's cool. Destiny, how about you? Where'd you? Uh, you said you just joined the band. What in in June? Yeah, June, July of last year, I believe I started. Uh -huh. was, uh, they were having some trouble finding a consistent drummer, so I stepped in. That's and neat. my musical background, like I did, I guess classical, like in school just music but that kind of covers a bunch of different genres mm -hmm. and so just stuff like that and uh me and hayden share a lot of similar music taste yeah, uh, i did a band and stuff for to you for a semester and <laughs> now, now i'm here rock okay. and rolling your 31st show with the band yeah 31st yeah. show first year yep. on the drum set that's pretty cool. 31 shows in a year. That's that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty busy. As you can tell, we're all pretty tired today. We yeah. stayed up last night at Badass Renee's. Yeah. Playing with some cool bands up there. Terror in the Hidden City. Uh, who yeah. else was there? Off Abandoned the Alien, Off Division. Skull. Sunken Skulls. They were all oh. out there. It was a good night. How about you, Davis? What's your, what's your pedigree? um i come from like a like a theater background acting and um but as far as music goes i would say blues and folk uh yeah. really my my two big genres uh last year on my spotify rollback or whatever was uh sea shanties and slave spirituals so that pretty much encompasses my my umbrella yeah sea shanties huh i like sea shanties yes sir <laughs> 
That's I'm surprised you didn't question the slave spirituals. Uh, I just <laughs> didn't catch that, it, probably. <laughs> that was weird. It really was. I was like, Dave, what are you listening to in the car? He'll throw that that's on a, that's kind of on Spotify. For, why, like, why is that a genre? Just make it like... Why do you... Call it Americana. Yeah, you want to get that. They call it roots roots music for a reason. Yeah. (laughs) So the first song of yours we're going to listen to is called IRS Lady. Who had the first concept of that? Like where did that? Um, Hayden wrote the. I wrote the. Yeah, I wrote the 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 riffs and the chorus. Jake added some parts to the riff that made it cooler. And it's a combination of two stories that kind of happened to me. Like I said, I just wrote the chorus and then told Dave the story and was like, you write that. Um, but uh, it was about my we went to take my driver's test and I had to take my driver's test a lot. And it wasn't because of bad driving. It was just horrible circumstances around it that always happened when I was trying to take my driver's test. And one of the things that happened was my dad has heart palpitations. His heart will just stop sometimes. Oh, so he'll just geez. die for a second and come back. Uh-huh. So I walked inside after they called me to take my driver's test, and I walked outside, and people are, like, surrounding him, and he just had a heart palpitation. He's, oh like, gosh. on the floor, pretty much dead, and they're all like, oh, my God, what's happening? And they called, like, an ambulance and everything. Uh, and it's a combination of that story and – um the uh, financial aid at TCC declining me and me being upset about it and having to go through all the complications for it and yeah. then declining me. And and the IRS just represents, I guess, the government then? Yeah, yeah, no, just the financial aid and all that. And then gotcha. uh, just some, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's just like an, <laughs> an angsty little punk rock so government he song. his anger on the financial aid and the circumstance where his dad died. Yeah. And uh, made it about us going and shooting up a uh, IRS facility. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a call for domestic terrorism. No, no, <laughs> that's, that, that, yeah, that's a bad joke. We're the bad jokes, folks. That's right. Bear in mind, joke. this is the bad jokes. Well, we're going to give it a listen yeah. to before we get into warning, any more trouble here. <laughs> the, the, the band is called The Bad Jokes. The song is IRS Lady. We go by the BJs. The BJs. Uh, yeah. go by the bad jokes because that's what it says here on my sheet the bad <laughs> jokes are the bjs we have a shirt that says i heart bjs if you want to we'll get one we'll send uh, one to you. no no but that's that's clever, that's <laughs> clever. good marketing <laughs> oh it works a, it works there was a cajun restaurant in st louis that uh used to have t-shirts and uh they they sold uh crawfish right they you buy crawfish by the pound and oh. One would say, I pinched tails at Broussard's. The other one is, I sucked head at Broussard's. <laughs> you know, that's you know, how you eat crawfish. You suck the, you know, anyway. No. Anyway, the song is called IRS Lady, the band, the bad jokes here on the Music of America podcast.
lady. The bad jokes are the BJs, as they call themselves, from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm your host, Tom Pollard, here on the Music of America podcast. Years ago, I got into an accident at work where I ended up spending the entire month on my stomach while my back wounds were healing. I had scalded and severely burned my lower back. Well, about two weeks into the healing, I realized I haven't had a cigarette in like two weeks. That's how I quit smoking. Now, that method worked for me. I don't suggest it for anybody else. But thank goodness, there's a company called Laser Therapy South, located just outside of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking all over the country, all over the world. They help reduce stress. They alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed their own unique approach to tackle both the physiological as well as the habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser Therapy. It's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is also your quit date. The laser is a cold or rather therapeutic kind of laser. It doesn't really produce heat. It doesn't cut tissue. Most clients instead report feeling more like having had a massage after treatment. Laser Therapy South. www.lasertherapysouth, where all of your questions can be answered. Check them out if you want to quit smoking. Laser Therapy South, where being a quitter is a good thing. You guys play 30 shows since June. How often and how, how long, I guess, how long have you been playing together? Because Destiny joined you in June. So how long have you been playing? I met together? them not last December, but the December before is where I met them. Mm-hmm. And this is more of a My Defendant story. There, So we wrote our very first song, the like kind of the night we met, which is My Defendant. Um, but gigging since April 1st, April 1st, April, April Fool's Day, the bad jokes got their first gig at the shrine. We've done 38 since then. Okay. And, and we're going to be back at the shrine on April 26th, almost a year later. Nice. Legendary venue. We've had an opportunity to play at that. The stage actually used to be at the Tulsa perform or the Cox Convention Center in Tulsa, and Jimi Hendrix performed there. Beatles oh, did wow. too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. And the, the and the place itself, uh, like the Jerry Garcia band went there. Uh, you saw Jennings, Afro Man. Afro Man. Yeah. A bunch of people. Some of the Misfits guy were there the day after we played the first time. The Misfits. It's like wow. one of my favorite bands too. Yeah. Uh, what would a good year be for you guys? How many shows would you like to do in a year? I don't even know. This all is our them? first year. Yeah, all yeah. of them. We, we've played <laughs> pretty much every Friday and Saturday this month, except for this last Friday. Other than that, every Friday and Saturday this month, plus some Tuesday wow. and yeah. Thursday, I think. It's funny that April is the shortest month, but uh, our previous record of gigs in a month was five, and we've already broken that with eight gigs this month alone. Wow. <laughs> So we're still somewhat in the ascendancy. How do you get your gigs? Uh, Are they open mic nights? Are these paying gigs? Oh, these are, we will sometimes take an unpaid gig if it's like a festival type of deal. Uh We've done a couple festivals for charity and stuff. uh, And, but. Yeah, it just depends on the opportunity too. Like if there's a really good band. Uh-huh. Them. Yeah, I feel like within the first year, the first like hundred shows or so, then that's like, but mostly like 90% is some pay, whether it's 10 right. bucks or 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah. How do they, cause like some of the venues I've been in Missouri and up in Vermont, 
where I live also, you know, uh, dual citizenship, long story. But uh, when they have like uh, original music bands, there's usually a cover and then everybody splits the gate. And if you've got five bands through the course of a, you know, a six hour evening, it starts at, you know, maybe at seven and goes to one in the morning. At the end of the night, they want everybody to stay there and then they divvy up whatever the money is and you get a cut, whatever that is. If there's five bands, they divide it up evenly among five bands, not the band members. So you might be a two-piece band and get as much as a five-piece band. Yep. You know, we, that, we that pretty in, uh, yeah, we played in Bartlesville not too long ago, and we got paid pretty good. And our opening guy was an acoustic solo guy, and I paid him just as much as I paid all the four-piece He rocked bands. longer than anybody, actually. But nonetheless, even if he didn't, yeah, we were Yeah, no. I, they, they, every act gets the same amount. I don't care how many members. Every act gets to say, you're an act. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you do the promoting then, Hayden? Um, I do a lot of the booking and promoting, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did you all just come together? Was it at an open mic night or did you know no, each other? No. Um, so I went to TCC for music for a little while mm -hmm. and I tried to start a band with Cole, the uh, our one of our old drummers. Okay. And uh, it's actually Jake up here's cousin. And uh, we were kind of rocking. And me and him were a little more consistent than the other guys. So me and Cole kind of hung out. And then one day he was like, you want to meet my cousin? And I went over to uh, Dave's house where Jake and Dave were hanging out. And Dave was wearing like leggings with like some like <laughs> cheetah print, like <laughs> look, it was like a cheap pimp coat looking thing. I was like, Dave, what are... and I started ripping on his car because we had the exact same one, but like a year oh. off. <laughs> and, uh, and then I didn't even talk to Jake at all. And then he was just playing guitar and I hooked my stuff up and we started jamming and kind of came up with some of the parts to, to my defendant. And then uh, later added lyrics to it. And, and that song yeah. on our EP. I think Hayden, we had written that song before Hayden and I had had our first conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How we funny. did. We, after we jammed, we were like, hold on. Well, what's that, what's that your name? I started <laughs> having an idea about uh, trying to come up with the story, uh, some way to tell the story of my defendant. Cause it's an interesting story. So I actually had jury duty like the week before and um fell in love with the girl who was with the process girl who's being the girl who's being prosecuted. I thought uh -huh. she was the lawyer. She's all dolled up or whatever. And uh well, I won't get too deep into it, but the song goes into a little bit of uh theatrics, you know, it's a little bit imaginative, but right. um but they the the band I was really struggling that day because I knew I wanted to try to tell that story and they they just came like a little group of angels and like i couldn't have, i wouldn't be able to express really anything without them that's pretty cool i, I love the, how stories come together you know and i love how songwriters are able to take like this idea this life experience this visual or whatever and mold it all into something that's pretty much fun you know so tell me about uh another song here and that's the next one we're going to listen to called mr strange having met you guys now i kind of get mr strange <laughs> okay so i, I want to talk about the instrumentals and then i'll pass off the lyrics to someone okay. else yeah. that one's not me the instrumentals actually started me and dave were in kind of an argument i really <laughs> dislike walking bass lines i think they're really basic and i'm like they're, i just i was like I, what am i gonna and he was like we need like a country walking bay blues walking bass line type thing and i'm like dave I hate that stuff. <laughs> and so Mr. Strange was kind of like, I made like a super dissonant walking bass line to try and, uh, and it's like slap bass. 
to try and uh, you know give them my what the, give them what they wanted while you give you what you wanted, right? Yep. So it's kind of my version of a walking baseline, and then uh, Jake throws some funk stuff on top of it. It's prettier, whatever you want to call. It. I think it's funky. I don't know a what lot it of is. People <laughs> say it sounds like a door song, which I think is kind of funny considering the Doors didn't have a bass player, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like the bass players like the main melody of that one. Yeah, yeah. no, it's. <laughs> but yeah, it was actually it was actually a lot more of a struggle than Hagen's making it out to be. Like. He sent me home and uh, ended in like a screaming match because I was trying to get him to play the blues and he was trying to tell me that that was so far below him. And I was like, if you're that good, then you should be able to play the blues and make it intricate. And he was like, just wouldn't talk. And then I, I, I get like, I thought he was mad at me, but I guess he actually stayed up like all night trying to work out some formula to make it work where he could play the simple walking baseline, but also make it very intricate and worth, you know, yeah. modern as well. That's that actually very cool. Sure, an element of our band that we collectively refer to as trash jazz, because <laughs> none of us are 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 jazz musicians. Uh, but uh, you know, you figure out one or two of those like pretty little chord voicings. Yeah, and it's kind of easy to fake it. And there's like a a jazz sort of uh, uh, break on it that is. It usually goes over pretty well. It, if I can remember to play it right, <laughs> <laughs> really I can find a mark out of my pocket in time. But uh, the lyric, Mr. Strange. Sorry, say that again, please. Said so if I can get my harmonica out of my pocket in time. Oh. <laughs> sometimes I miss the break because I can't get the damn thing out. But yeah. uh, the lyrics, Mr. Strange, is kind of like a warning call. Uh, I like to say they actually ripped my ass up because I wasn't at a band rehearsal. I was a uh, on a date and uh they were like ripping me up and uh so i sent them these lyrics that night to like jake, yeah, jake I, said i i had i had had a few that night <laughs> and uh yeah and me and hayden were there jamming and uh th when the band first got together we went out to my grandma's land a little bit where we were completely isolated and we could play as loud as yeah. we could on the barn uh -huh. freezing cold but it was but you could just crank it and so you kind of forgot about it and then you know after one or three modellos you don't think about it as much mushroom and mushroom. oh yeah there's yeah okay. but anyway, yeah but i called davis up and uh i was letting him know how i felt about his absence he, well, he kept telling he, me something about and he said yeah you need to quit hanging with that Je or something he said something about a jezebel quit lying around with that jezebel that jezebel <laughs> Yeah, it's like quit lying around with that Jezebel you yeah. said or something. So that was like that's was one of the lines is there. Fire and brimstone sort of mood. Buddy, <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only imagine <laughs> the mustache like that. Y'all can't see it on the podcast, but he's got a mustache that speaks for itself. Yeah, it's like a porn stash. <laughs> Look yesterday, yesterday, last night, someone said he looked like an '80s Miami Coke dealer. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Watch the watch the movie Blow with Johnny Depp, and uh, you'll you fit in perfect there, for sure. Starts out with "Can't you hear me knocking?" That's one of the greatest. And right. I thought I thought when you were asking about our background, Jake was going to open up about his uh, filmography. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we can get into that in a minute. <laughs> Right now we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen. One of the founders of the porn industry in the seventies. That was you, okay? No, no. My my great uncle after he got home from Vietnam. Oh, went, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. He worked in California during like the golden age or whatever they refer to it as. But Jake, <laughs> yeah. check my IMBD. 
Well, let's get to the song right now. We'll talk about porn in a minute, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the band is the Bad Jokes from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And their next song is called Mr. Strange here on the Music of America podcast.
Jokes, Mr. Strange here on the Music of America podcast. You meet, you fall in love, you commit to each other. That's the easy part. Somehow, after two years or so, things begin to be challenging. Emotions and flair have waned. You disagree more, feeling disillusioned at times. This period of disappointment can last a long time, even years. And this is usually when couples seek out therapists to help learn better communication skills. Two years after forever, a relationship workbook is dedicated to help couples find that effective communication. This guidebook, sort of a how-to book, teaches you some skills to learn about communication deficiencies that likely exist, but better, offers exercises to improve those skills and be better communicators, better partners. Two years after forever, it's not a self-help book. It's a workbook. You have to do the work. And if you do these exercises together, apply the lessons learned, you will absolutely see a difference in all your relationships, particularly lasting into the future, like forever. Two Years After Forever, www.twoyearsafterforever.com, available at Amazon today and forever. The Bad Jokes is the name of the band from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we haven't heard much from Destiny. Is she still there? She's sleeping? Or She is, actually. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what it was like for you to come into an established band. Like you're the new kid in town and they already know what they're doing in some songs. It was kind of weird, you know, because they were already doing that. I kind of had to learn quickly, at least a little quicker than before. And it kind of felt weird not having as much creative liberty over the songs that I was performing. But with, yeah, but I mean, we've been working on some new stuff. So like, it's uh i'm excited for that to have more of my own influence on it of course i I changed things but uh you know canon set up the stuff for the ep so just kind of listening to his parts and uh figuring out what to do on that just Mm -hmm. you know just practicing it but as you've gone on the songs that were already there not the new stuff because you have influence on the new stuff but the old stuff that you had to learn that was done by somebody else are you able to tweak it kind of make it your own yeah, a little bit, because I really didn't, because I hadn't played a drum kit before this, so oh, okay. that was really all that I had to compare to as far as, like, playing something, so that definitely influenced kind of how I, I guess, maneuver around the drum kit, and yeah. uh, just, I have some other, like, influences, like uh, Tim Alexander from Primus, and um, Brian Vigiloni from the Dresden Dolls, I really like them keith moon mm-hmm. so just different stuff so i try to make it a little more my own just little tiny things but overall yeah. i tried to keep it pretty original you said you, you didn't you say you were a music major at tcc or, or uh right? yeah so i went to tcc for music education was my original goal and uh, i've changed career paths uh-huh. uh since then and then i did a semester at tu also with their marching band at the same time and what instrument so, did you play there um so they had just started their front ensemble so my main thing originally was mallets you know so just like the marimba xylophone stuff like that oh no kidding and, how fun yeah so they had their first front ensemble and they were gracious enough to let me uh join and be a part of their program for a minute so that was really fun and then 
um, ended up having some, you know, school in trouble, I guess. So now I'm here trying yeah. this out. It's definitely a different atmosphere, rock and roll versus like, you know, a concert band. Right, right. Okay. Here's, here's, so. your part, here's your part, Rachmaninoff. And now we're going to do a cover of, you know, the Def, Def Leppard or something. You know, it's just... Yeah, yeah. Especially with Hayden, because uh, we live together and we'll try to jam on some stuff. And yeah. he's got this heavy, intricate stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do with most of this. <laughs> so Hayden, 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 are you the one that brought her on board then when you uh, lost your drummer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesse is actually our third drummer. Uh, fourth, fourth. If you consider the guy we jammed uh, with, and final. I know, kind of recorded yeah, an EP with. Before we ever played a show yet, but no. In all seriousness, she's our third drummer. The first one lasted three gigs, uh, and he was great. But we wouldn't be able to be where we're at right now, honestly, if it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, Cannon Liston. Yeah, Cannon Liston. And it was just Paulette. he was just so far away that yeah, drive was really was logistical deal. And oh, yeah. And yeah. then we got Cole, the guy, his cousin, how I'm with the guy I was with in college. Right, right. And he's sort of a jack of all trades. He can play almost any instrument you throw at him. He like he's just good at him. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. gonna blow you away with anything. He's but he's good. Yeah, he's good at everything you give him. Um, so he kind of was was drumming with us for a while, but he just uh he he swaps instruments a lot, and I think he just uh, lost interest in the drums, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he lost yeah. Cannon was very good, but it was kind of like controlled chaos at best. Whereas uh-huh. what Destiny brings to the table is a lot of technique and finesse and subtlety that it's I funny. think contrasts a lot with, uh, particularly you know how the strings and instruments go. At least it sounds like you each bring something so unique to the band. And you found you found each other. You know what I mean? Like you found oh, yeah. your sound now. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, tried a couple of drummers. You tried this kind of style. You tried writing this way, and so on and so forth. And and it's like you're you you're come together. That's what happens with bands. It's really cool when it happens. And I'm hearing how it's happening with you guys. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's. I mean, it truly is like luck, really. Yeah, it like, sounds cliche, but anything. it definitely feels like, like home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Totally luck. That's, we got that's best inc- friends and we got family members and we've all been through a lot and we're all, you know, roughly about the same age. We're me and Jake are 25, 26. They're 20. What? They're tw- They're both 21. Yeah, 21. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, uh, so we all have similar life experiences and whatnot, but, and we, but we've all been trying to do this a whole lot. This has always been a dream. Uh, yeah. And now we finally thank all believe full heartedly that together we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. The the most rewarding part for me personally has been like, you know, being an acoustic player and spending just countless thousands of hours alone in solitude playing and then having with playing with a band. It's like, oh, this is what like music is really capable of doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, I mean, not saying that like I've abandoned like my roots and stuff, but it does tap into a different energy that is like highly addictive. And that it builds like a, a camaraderie between everyone that it's re- kind of really hard to relate to anyone Same that hasn't game. been involved in, right. in, in a musical project. I, I refer to musicians individually, but in bands even more so, that music is just a different sphere. It's a different plane of existence. And when individuals or bands come together, we become the vessel that 
brings yeah. that world to, to the human world, you know? And when it happens yeah. on the level that's happening with you guys, there's like four muses, four voices, four angels, whatever, that are speaking through you, through your fingers, through your vocals, through your drums, whatever. And you just become a vessel instead of being just a performer, you know? Yeah, it's being that's, part of something bigger than yourself. And it's and like the truest sense that I've ever experienced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's amazing. And and I'm I'm getting the experience from the beginning of this podcast to now of where you guys are. It's really been kind of this conversation been really cool for me in terms of enlightenment to me about where you are musically, you know, and how you got there. Well, we so, appreciate it. We've done quite a, a few interviews now and, uh, you know, 90% of the questions they ask, you wish they'd ask something different. And so yeah. you just kind of like have a stock response and throw it away. But uh, you have a lot more inter uh, interesting questions so well, I'm, I'm 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 bored with being boring <laughs> let me ask you about me in the road okay uh who was I, I guess what's the metamorphosis of that where did that begin was that a practice would that begin when somebody came in with a riff or do you guys just jamming around and say hey let's go with this i think that one might be uh one of the few where destiny wasn't here yet but me dave and jake collectively did just as much instrumentally lyrically like we all were pitching ideas like we rarely i think that's like probably the only time we've done that jake had a riff and he had well, I don't first did you have verse the riff or did we no no jake didn't no, i i wrote it all and presented it exactly um, as you hear it now but and i wrote the first verse and then you wrote all the other but then but, but hayden was able to like glue it all together and make it make the the com composition that's what he's really good about is like saying yeah. okay you know take this Dynamics. out let's put yeah, a break here. yeah there's a lot of songs that like someone else will write and you almost kind of think of it as your song as at a certain point because you uh -huh. felt like you've uh it is that's what we like all remind given, ourselves it demonstrated like your own like authenticity or added your own authenticity to it yeah and uh I mean, I can think of several off the top of my head. That's but. the great thing about us all being songwriters is that, one, it's humbling to know that we're all holding each other accountable. But two, there's also that, like, second uh, able competition where we're like, because we all are humbled by each other's capability, we also there can hold each other accountable and and force the best out of each other. You know, Hayden won't let me get away with writing a song in, in 30 minutes anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Because you guys demand... Uh... Oh, what's that line from a football movie with Denzel Washington where he coaches the Rick high school Carter. football team? No, no. Uh, 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 remember the Titans? Remember oh. the Titans? He says, uh, I, I demand perfection. And you guys seem to demand perfection from each other, you know? Yeah. And that, that motivates and drives you to be better. That's cool. Yeah, Hayden yeah. says that like Lil Wayne has a quote where he says, uh, I yeah. want to be the best, you know. No, no, no. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, I, I got this. Hold on. Lil Wayne <laughs> said <laughs> it's amazing. He said it about hip hop, but I'm just gonna say it about music in general. He said the reason that rappers are not as great as they were is because people aren't trying to be the greatest rapper alive anymore. People are just trying to be rappers. Yeah. Yeah. And if you put yeah. that term music like I don't want to just be a musician. I don't want to just be a bass player. My right. goal for myself, even though it's probably unreachable, 
is to be the greatest bass player. I set that goal for myself and for the band and whatnot. But that's the to... fun part of having the band is that like, so that would sound crazy and like cocky if you're little Wayne saying that all alone, you know, yeah. but when Hayden says it and he's got three people to back him up who believe in him and are pu- are pushing him and forcing him to not to hold himself accountable based on his talent and where he's grown just in the past. Cause he's only been playing bass for a couple of years. Yeah. Like they've always, like we've all, like, I, I don't know. Like I'm really, I always, I can't even talk about it. I get excited thinking about just where, they might be in not too long from now. So, uh, yeah. but anyways, well, it's, it, it's, it's easy. It's easy to hold each other accountable, I guess, and try to be the best when we're all, all four in it. You hold each other up, but you prop each other up and you lift each other up. And that's cool. That's, that's, that's a good band, man. That's solid. Not always. We got to humble well, each other. Sometimes that, too. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so like, with that being said is we will, we will, we will hold each other. When I say hold each other accountable, I mean, we will, We'll, we'll knock you off your high horse when it's time for you to get right. humbled, you know. And with that being said, the next day when we make up, we we have a newfound respect for each other and the music and the business that we're in, not just the not just the not just the lifestyle. Right. right. It's kind of funny because a lot of these team sort of concepts. Uh, I was the captain of the high school soccer team, and like I was, I had a full ride scholarship, Olympic Development League, and a lot of these things you learn in organized sports, and it's kind of funny, uh, because they all hate sports and think sports are gay. I played sports. I played them. I just, I just didn't like. And but yeah, I love sports. Yeah, and it's a lot of the, a lot of the same. Sometimes I watch like coaches' speeches before uh, shows. Yeah, it gets me fired up. That's cool. Well, let's hear the song. The song is called Me and the Road, the band, the bad jokes from Tulsa, Oklahoma, here on the Music of America podcast.
or the BJs as they call themselves and I'm not going to get a t-shirt that has I heart BJs on it. I'm sorry, I'm just not going to do it, okay? It's only $6, man. <laughs> it's only $6. So, uh, guys guys, and lady, uh, this is the last segment of the show where I don't have to do much of anything. We call this shameless self-promotion. And uh, Hayden, you do a lot of the promotions and booking and all that, so why don't you uh, take it from here? Just tell us how we as, uh, as, as fans or potential fans can find you, hear you, and support you. So we do have our new album, Thinking About the BJ's, coming out uh here pretty <laughs> sorry, uh here pretty soon. Uh we're in the midst of, of finishing up recording wise, so we don't have an exact date coming up on that, but it will be within the next in the next few months, hopefully. But we do have our EP, um, the Sepulpa Affair out uh that you can go listen to. It has the songs that we just played just now on it. Um and then upcoming uh, the um on april 26th we will be at the shrine headlining with um our good friends off division crimson love and chuck cooley and uh that is going to be a good show that's uh, that's the one almost a year after in the same place right. that we had our full show 
Uh, and then some smaller shows coming up. Um, hold on. Let me pull up a list because there's I a lot right here. And you've got a, we talked about this off, off camera a little bit, but uh, you have a website that's in the process of being finished. Is that correct? Yeah, there's a, there's a website that's in the process. Our of friend being Monty, finished. Uh, he's also a musician. He's going to be playing with us the 27th of this month. Uh, where at? Or no, uh, Right that on. that's uh tuesday before the thing uh so uh the the 26th we're gonna be at the uh the shrine and then uh the the 8th and we're gonna be at legally oh brewed in norman of march the march 8th we're gonna be in legally brewed march 23rd we're gonna be in badass renee's april 4th we're gonna be at blue bonnet may 11th we're gonna be back at badass renee's um, we have Instagram and Facebook, the bad underscore jokes. Um, with our personal, uh, any streaming service, we have all of our music on it, and we have 10 more songs coming out wow. soon. Wow, and there we uh, we we went in a professional studio, it's not just a bedroom studio. Brian at Brady Street Records, right behind the Vanguard, an amazing sound guy. He works at Badass Renee's, our favorite place to play at because of the sound and how cozy it is. Shout out Dustin too. And uh, yeah, so uh, we uh, we recorded there, and it the raw recordings just sound so good already, and it's, yeah. it, the mixes are coming together. And we need to add little things like uh, I have a piano part in one of the songs we're going to throw on there. And just some, uh, I think Dave has a guitar part he has to throw on there. Just little things like that we have to fix up. Should be out at, I would say, at the very latest by May. So May, if anyone yeah. wants to follow us on social media, I'm sure we'll promote that and uh, let everyone know. And it's the bad underscore jokes at Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, all of them. Scott, well, say hi to the folks. What's up, man? This is Scott. Oh, this is dad. his dad who Irish ladies about. No. <laughs> uh, we guess. also have a music video for our song Calling Montgomery coming out soon, and we will probably be releasing that as a single. We haven't really, don't know. But there might be a few singles. In the there world. might be a few singles, but there's a music video filmed for it, so we have that coming too. Shout out Isaiah Blue for that. He directed it. Uh, Mario and... Uh, Eduardo, what was it, Eduardo? The other filmographer? I think, I think so. Eduardo. I think so. Got it. Yeah. All right, but, kids. Well, that's a uh, we're hoping chock full of event, a lot of events coming up and a lot of stuff happening with uh, 10 new songs coming out, new EP, new website, good fortune, good luck, and uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, having for having us. Thank you for having us. Tom, yes, sir. No problem, man. It's the Bad Jokes, our guests here on the Music of America podcast. Join us tomorrow. We stay in Oklahoma. We go to Claremont. We're going to meet Harry Lynch right here on the Music of America podcast. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.